five things I wish I would have known about men in my 20s. This is a woman that I've been following because in social media many years ago when I started talking about it and journaling my life, I was reflecting on the experiences I was having with women and I always think from a logical perspective. So it, it, it brings me back to the times when I was very young and I first started dating and I would hear women say, well, I want a nice guy. I want this and that and the third. And then I ended up being that way and to the first person I was in a relationship with. And they were telling me the opposite after a year. They thought me because I was too nice. I was not jealous enough. And I'm saying to myself, holy cow. Um, I, I, I was really confused. So, you know, even at this day and age in my mid 40s, I... There's just so many more things that are being exposed about women and their ways, meaning they say one thing, but they truly want another thing. And and not all women are like this. And, and I don't and, and I always have to disclaim that because women get very sensitive when you talk about this topic. Like men don't get sensitive like at all. Men don't get sensitive about women calling men scrubs, women calling men dogs or whatever it is i'm like i hear you like i there there are men that are like that a hundred percent but when you have women that are calling out other women and saying all right ladies like you know we we have to clean our house too like we, we just can't be acting like all is well over here and and when i you know when i so i follow some of these women that it may, it may be confirmation bias but it's speaking to my language is just more logical, right? And I think that's where the challenge is coming. All of this is because when you're having and trying to understand what you're being fed by the masses, right? Where women are telling you they want this and that and the third, and then you provide it. And then they're like, no, that's not really what I want. I want more or, or, you know, next thing you know, you're being dumped or whatever it is. It's like for a guy, it's very confusing because many of us are very straight to the point. I think on the average, women are more dynamic and changing than men are. Uh, I, I believe that and I will always say that because if you ever look at people that are in marriages, women are the ones that file for divorce more times than not. Because men get caught in the routine. Like we enjoy the routine. We don't get excited. We just kind of go about our day. We, we're romantic and we love our partners, no doubt about it. And we make time for it. But we're not wanting to evolve or be great or anything like that. Whereas women, I think that they're always self-reflecting. They're always uh, looking and seeing what things they can fix or make better or things are getting stagnant. I need to change things up, so on and so forth. So I, you know, when I understand that mindset of women from a very young age and understanding how different it is now, meaning that how women in the 40s and older and women just versus little girls is different things so it's a different mindset it's different criteria that they want but it's always changing right but we're always changing as people so this article talks about this lady talks about five things i wish i would have known about men in my 20s and she goes number one let me see uh two three four five let me see i mean she has a few things here one two three four okay so that's five things okay I, I, I'm sorry if I was reading it like that because it, she doesn't have anything number. She just has five paragraphs and I just want to make sure I'm not over reading here. Simple paragraphs and a post. Five things that she wished she would have known about men in her 20s. Number one, your complaints build over time. It reaches his breaking point. It means he's miserable for years. Take heed of the warning signs before it gets to that point. I, I agree. I think that 
for many men, we we can be a great support system to our wife, uh, to our partner. A, a lot of times, men don't men can get, the, the men that are very extreme and oppressing a woman and telling her to shut the fuck up. Those are the men you have to worry about being misogynistic. Like that's a red flag right there, for sure. Like when you see a guy that you know, I was at a I was at an event recently. And I was talking to this guy and he was interested in my travels and saying that, hey, man, when you go to this place next time, let me know. I'm going to head there. And, you know, his wife comes up and she's like, hey, I want to go. And he's like, no, nope, you ain't going. Fuck you. Like, I mean, in a very rude way. And she was like, OK, you know, I'm taking it. And that's their dynamic. And it's none of my business. But I look at that guy and I say, man, like, that's not the way to treat your wife that way. You know, I mean, she was just kind of curiously asking and wanting to go and you could just be polite, but not in front of a guy like me, like an outsider. Right. And it's like, so I, I just feel that when it comes to that mindset, like there's a lot of men out there. Hold on for a second. I'm trying to get my phone. Uh, all right. Thanks. I'm trying to get my phone charged here, man. And it's like, what? What the fuck? Hold on. Jesus Christ. Hold on put it in the wrong hole <laughs> all right well this is the thing so let me and, and i was that story i was telling you about was very rude and disrespectful so but for the most part i feel that men when they have a partner they want to be a support system and they want to be there for you and if you have bad days and if you're there you know just going through a rough stretch i get it like we're there for support but when you're complaining about our efforts when you're complaining about things that we do Let's say it's my my laundry ways. Like you don't like the way I do laundry and you're complaining about it and complaining about it and complaining about it. If you don't like the way I dress and you're complaining about it and you're complaining about it, it's going to reach a breaking point at some point. And I think that's where a lot of women just don't understand that men are not. I'm not in this to to make my life be harder by someone being on my ear complaining and nagging and bitching about everything I do or don't do. Like you should have done your research as a woman when you pick a partner, because I do believe women pick the men they want to be with at the end of the day with all the incoming. It's kind of like an egg and a sperm. You know, it's like all the sperm is coming to the egg. You know what I'm saying? And then luckily one egg gets through there. One sperm gets through there. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying, but you get what I'm you, you understand the point, hopefully. But yeah, so that was kind of one of those deals that I'm saying to myself. All right, well, it, it, it does reach a breaking point. And many guys will tell you that. And I think what happens with a lot of guys when they get into marriage and the woman is complaining constantly, constantly, constantly complaining, what they do, they find outlets. They get the, they go to golfing. They go travel. They go to football games. They'll go, they go all these things that keep them away from the wife that the wife doesn't want to do. And that's when you have a lot of problems. But the complaining aspect of it and nonstop nagging a guy like, like you're his mom that's definitely a problem. I always have to tell that to girls when they talk to me. It's like, look, you're not my mom, man. Like, and they quickly revert because they're realizing like you're nagging me. I'm like, look, I'm not, I'm not a fucking kid. I know you not, may not like my ways, but guess what? I am my own person. So that's a that's a very true tell that I think women, when they're younger, need to know about men. It's it's okay to complain, it's okay to bitch, but in moderation. Um, second thing she says is that, that men do things just to make us happy. When we don't appreciate the efforts, the well will run dry. And 
I think I attested this very, very highly because men, especially when we get married, we make a lot of sacrifices to appease a woman to be happy. You ever heard that saying, happy wife, happy life? And so the, the gestures that we do while you expect them to be an everyday thing, it may not be an everyday thing for that guy. Like that guy, you know, like if, if he's doing things for you, if he's buying your role, I always tell this to my daughter, no one has to do anything for you. Always have a level of gratitude and exude that gratitude. Appreciate the person. When they give you flowers, when they do something for you, say thank you. Say thank you. Don't expect anything, you know, just because no one has to do anything for you in life. And, and especially in a partnership, when men, a lot of times our language is not writing you like this excessive letter, you know, praising your our love for you. Uh, it's more done by the acts that we do. We'll bring you candy. We'll bring you your favorite dessert. We'll bring you a drink. We'll go ahead and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go dress up for Halloween because you want to go to the Halloween party. And I hate dressing up. You know, there's certain things that we do for the women that I feel are, are and, they don't, and they don't reciprocate as much. Some women do. I, I think that it's just the, the, but there's some women out there that sometimes what I notice with women, the biggest fault is that they're, they're perfectionists in a lot of way. And, and not perfectionists maybe at work or maybe in other realms, but in the aspect of what they uh, perceive to want in a relationship, they want that to follow the script. And that's fine. But you got to understand the person that you're dealing with. So if the guy, I remember I said to somebody back in the day, it's like, look, I'm, I'm giving you nine out of 10 things. If I do nine out of 10 things right, and you're going to complain about that one thing, and you're not going to appreciate the other things that I've done for you, then I'm going to build resentment. I'm going to be in the negative, resentful space because that's not the way I want to operate. That's that, that It just lets me know that I'm taken for granted. I'm not appreciated. And I think for us men, we want to be appreciated and respected for our efforts, for our sacrifices, because we know that as men, we understand that we have to pay the price. We have to... A good man anyway, not a misogynistic, not an egocentric one, right? I mean, I'm talking about a good man that just goes to work, pays the bills, takes care. He goes out, he balances life with work. Those men want to be able to to have, be appreciated and, and be respected for what they do. But when you're constantly not appreciating what we do or the efforts or the sacrifices or the debt we put ourselves into, and you don't reciprocate that in return by doing things for us that we want to experience in the relationship. I think it's always a constant back and forth. And what I notice with women when in my dating experiences lately and just being more aware of it all, right, of the whole bigger picture of how this all works, is that, you know, women have a harder time giving in to what the guy wants as they get older. So because of the trauma from past marriages or past relationships, there seems to be more hesitation of going down the well of, of whatever it is that the new guy wants to experience. It's like, you know, I want you to cook. I want you to clean. that would be some woman. Nope, I'm not going to do that. My prior husband did that. He made me feel like a slave, so on and so forth. So I think there's a level of that to understand about that aspect, right, of understanding that 
reciprocating in ways that our partner, not how we want to receive it, how they want to receive it. And that's the key thing that I think a lot of people in relationships don't understand is that that's where a lot of the confusion and resentment kicks in because the efforts are made by one another, but is done in their own language instead of understanding what the other person wants. So if the guy wants to be happy, and I always tell this to women, and I, you know, I tell this to my daughters, like you gotta analyze and and dissect how the partner you want to be with is happy. How does he receive gratification? Does he receive it by gifts? Does he receive it by gestures, by surprises, by you know, by sucking his dick? I I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not trying to go all over it, but but you get what I'm saying, right? Number three is. Or I, I don't know if this is number three, but this is it. Just because they check out another woman doesn't mean they want to sleep with her. Unfortunately for a lot of men, especially when we're sexually active, we find other women attractive. I, I think that that's where I tend to be like in the non-monogamous space because I was crucified in the past for finding other women attractive. Even though I never did anything with them, even though I never acted on anything, Right. It was more of that that element of you not finding your partner the best one. Or it's weird because like women, like it's this territorial thing. Like when it comes to that space of looking at all the women and other men, it's like women want to feel like nobody else matters but them. Right. And and unfortunately they pick men that are desired by other women. By desire. They don't pick the guy that is you know, like, for example, like Halle Berry is not dating a guy from Target because certain guys from Target are, are going to be like, this is above my pay grade. I I am not going to get any better than Halle Berry, man. So I'm going to do my part and, and you know, and, and just kind of and if other guys look at her, you're like, yeah, I mean, other guys look at her. But like I said, I think when when guys look at other women and and, and appreciate it's. It, it, it's a. Uh, it, I understand the. I understand where a woman is coming from. Like you shouldn't want to look at other women, but we're human, and we find beauties around us everywhere. That's like me. If someone was with me, and God forbid, the Rock comes in, or some stutter of like that guy Jason Momoa comes in, or Brad Pitt for you older ladies. It's like if if, if you see that guy, and you find him extremely hot, I try. You're gonna look. You're gonna lick your lips. You're gonna think about him. You're gonna. Have a, a, a quick fantasy maybe when I'm fucking you at night. Who knows? I mean, that's how we are. That's how that's how the spectrum of humans are. But that doesn't mean that you want to leave me. It doesn't mean that you want to go ahead and, and, and just pull up everything and leave. I'm not saying that there aren't some, some people, no doubt about it. There are some people for sure that have done that but on the average men do not leave especially when they're committed especially in the relationship they're lookers absolutely but when they pick a woman they pick her for other variables but unfortunately we we are we are very lustful men like we look at other women we we can find attraction we can compartmentalize intimacy with different people uh, especially the men that have been sexually active but overall I think men uh, try to practice as much self-control as they can. This is another one here. They might work a bit more than you like, but it's because they are working to build a better life for the both of you. 
Yeah, younger women, it, it's a very hard thing for them to understand that to get to a place where they want to be with lifestyle, that they have to allow the man to make some sacrifices with time, with effort, and 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 putting up putting himself out there. And there's gonna be periods of time where he's not gonna be around you. There's gonna be times where and mistakes may be happening at that time. And I understand women's concern is like, you know, he's out there, he's working, he's fucking around, possibly fucking around with other women in the workplace, fucking around. I, I get all of that. But, you know, if you're doing your part at home, more times than not, he's not going to leave you. And if he does leave you for somebody at home, you rake him over the coals. I mean, that's what I, that's what I always say. Like, I, I'll never understand women that... Don't hold their men accountable. Like, like I, I, I've known women that they go ahead and marry a guy, be with a guy, and a guy fucks them over, like, big time. And they don't want to do anything because of the sake of the kids. They don't want to create animosity. They don't want to create X, Y, and Z. I'm like, yo, you fucking kidding me? Like, if you were committed and you were loyal to that guy, just like Jeff Bezos' wife, I want to say. Jeff Bezos' wife deserves whatever he got because... She was probably putting up with him building Amazon the way he did. I understand uh, the the fucking uh, Bezos, Gates, all these guys that the women leave and they get half because they were invested with that guy for a long time. And then what happens is the guys get success, the guys get, and then they leave. It's okay. You go ahead and get your half and you get your percentage, a good chunk of that, and you're good to go. That's what That's the reward you get. Now, I know it's not what women want to do, right? They don't want to experience that. I get it. But more times than not, the man is going to go out there, build the future for you, and especially if you have kids, because the idea for men, there's many men, not me, but there's many men out there, the idea of their kids being raised by another man is not something they're wanting to experience in any way, shape, or form. So the men, if they're if they're doing dirty games, they're gonna do it behind your back, without you knowing. But trust me, they're not trying to blow up the house because if you have kids at that point, or if you're planning on having kids, or if you're married, the stigma. Imagine a 28 year old getting married and then getting a divorce. It's not gonna be a good look, right? So I I, I think that for women, understanding that hey, you know this guy. It's invested in this and he's got to pay the price. I've been in past relationships where people didn't understand that and didn't understand that you have to pay the price. Like I, I wasn't born into success. You know, many women want already the end product, but when men are in their twenties, we're just getting started. There's men that, that usually the men, honestly, we get rolling in the forties. That's when the good money starts rolling in. Think about that. From the 20s, from the 40s, there was a good time there where you're not rolling in good money. I'm not saying that there aren't exceptions. But for the most part, the guy that works and grinds, it takes a little bit of time to build that success. And women just have to be a little bit patient. But it's hard because when they, again, the perfectionist mindset kicks in. As long as... I just feel if if I have my daughter and she's dealing with a guy that's working, he's never home. I'm like, look, all you got to do is ask him, look, I got to be involved with this journey. 
I, I gotta be involved with your life. I gotta be involved. I gotta be your cheerleader. So if that's what you need me to do, I need you to tell me about that part of your life and understand it, okay? Because I don't wanna feel like you're living a double life. But I understand if you women don't want that, then you need to date older, right? Like that, that's what I would say. If you're a woman in your 20s, and you're wanting a man already to provide that lifestyle, provide those good things. And guess what? You probably got to go with a guy in his, in his 40s for sure or 50s. And I hate to say that, but that's if you're wanting that right now, lifestyle right now, that's what you have to do. And the last one is this is one that always gets me is the. They share that women, you know, men share their opinions because they want to help you. If they aren't giving you their advice, that means they don't really care. And it's so true. I think men by nature, we want to be fixers. We want to fix whatever problem you're dealing with. So if you have a problem at work, if you're stressing out and you're worried about you can't get a job anywhere else because of your credentials or lack thereof, I'm going to suggest you do this, this, this. This is the plan. This is what we're going to do. Okay, you're not happy living here. Okay, let's find this place. You know, like we, so complaining, it's like, if we share our opinions and our feedback is because we want you to be in a better place. I feel men, for the most part, or, or generally speaking, we don't complain to complain. We, we like to just fix the problem. Yeah, we'll have bad days. We'll have a tough stretch, but we're like, whatever, fuck it. Like, we'll deal with it. Whatever happens, happens, right? It's a tough stretch, but we're not sitting there for years complaining about a boss that we fucking hate, you know? And, and, and that's the thing that I've always told people that I was with. It was that, hey, like if, if it's, if you're six months or a year into this job and you're still bitching and complaining every day about that boss every day, so much so that they're having you drink a cup of wine then guess what? I think you need to go somewhere else because now you're bringing that stress into the household. Now you're bringing that stress into our environment that's supposed to be a sanctuary, that's supposed to be for us to enjoy each other from the, the ruthlessness of the world. So if, if you're not able to understand that, if you're not able to, to be aware that we're giving you an opinion, that we're giving you feedback because we want you to be better. Just like I tell my daughter, hey, listen, man, you gotta get, you gotta take care of your body. You gotta take care of your body and your mind. You gotta feed your mind positive stuff. I always tell us, if you want to, you know, instead of you thinking negatively, feed your mind positive stuff. If you're worried about issues with your body, feed it good stuff. Feed it good food. Exercise. You could change so much of your attitude in 30 days. I'm not saying that many of us don't deal with. A negative mindset i'm not saying that some of us view the world all the time as half empty right and i get that but you can still work on staying in that neutral mindset of at least i'm not gonna go on the deep end right i'm just gonna stay here be as positive as i can even though i could deeply dive down in that world and i and i feel if you do these things as women and i'm gonna tell this to my daughter growing up you're gonna be in a much better place